Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Download episodes of previous shows. It's the Wait a Minute Show. Bruh! Ain't that right, Lopan? Wait a minute! Book it! Really? Really? The Wait a Minute Show. With your host, Jolani J.B. Bogey. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It is your man, Jelani J.B. Bodie, host of this thing called The Wait A Minute Show. And I'm back in the building once again here on a hump night in the ATL in the Lions Den Studios, ready to give you your sports fix like we always do at this time. And when I say at this time, I say we. So it's not just me. It is he. It is him. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, in the room, ready to go. Give it up for the L, the O, the P, the A, the N. Lopan is in the building. Tell him what's up. MB. You know, I I felt it a little bit, Lopan, but I I, I need a little bit more from you. Because it's it's special. Today is special. I'm going to tell why, you know, today is special. But I need a little bit more base you know, out of it, I need you to say it, you know, with your chest, uh, Lopan. So the L, the O, the P, the A, the N, tell them what's up, Lopan. Yes, yes, that's what I needed, Lopan. That's what I needed from you. So uh, I said this is a special uh, moment. It is a special moment because you know why? It is the first day of December, ladies and gentlemen. So we are... uh, Pretty much near, we're starting the beginning of the end, beginning of the end. So we're going to be ending off this year of 2021. So we are into the last month of the year and we'll be talking about 2022 pretty soon here. And and everybody be giving out New Year's resolutions that they're not going to keep. So (laughs) it is what it is. But I'm going to talk about uh, college football. Uh, We got a lot to talk about there. Some moves in college football with coaches. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But we're also going to get into the college football rankings as well. Talk about the Phoenix Suns and what they did in the month of November and and Thursday night football. And we get a little bit uh, of RG3, who has just made some news as well just recently uh, here in the sports world. But before I do all that, it's December It's that time your man is out there on his grind, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure, make sure you are checking out the social media page of the Wait A Minute Show. But also, if you're following your boy as well, make sure you're checking that out as well. Because I am pushing the annual. Now it's annual. This is the ninth annual The Wait A Minute Show toy drive where we are gathering money to... Give some kids that's in need of a memorable moment this holiday season. So it's already up. I got the website up. 
Uh, it's the wait-a-minute-show.com, and you just click on Toy Drive. So I got everything set up, ladies and gentlemen. All you have to do is click on the button when you go there, and you got three options. You got GoFundMe, you got PayPal, and you have Cash App. So you have a plethora of options to choose. And and, and this goes to nonprofit organization Helping Hands of Paulden County, where we sponsor kids uh, and uh, Plain and simple. I go out there and and I say, how many kids you got? How many can you give me? And they tell me, hey, I got five. I got six. I got 10. And I say, all right, get a list. Let me find out what they want. They give me the list. I go to you guys. You guys help me out. And then I go get the gifts and we deliver it. And we put a smile on some kids' faces and also help out the parents. Because parents are in need as well. Parents uh, need this help. You know, from us, ladies and gentlemen. So it's not just for the kids. It is for the parents as well. So don't forget that. So once again, go to the wait a minute show dot com. Click on toy drive and you got three options right there that you can choose to make a donation and put a smile on someone's face. Also, share this on your social media pages as well. Share it by word of mouth. Share it with coworkers. Share it with anybody. Share it with someone that you're beefing with. Just say, you know what? Let's let's call a truce right now. Let's go ahead and hit up the waitaminuteshow.com uh, website. So uh, that is in full effect, and that is going until December 18th. We started it November 25th, so it is, uh, it is running to December 18th. So we got pretty much around uh, less than three weeks, uh, a few days less than three weeks, that we want to raise this money and get all the toys and everything you know, out. So $1, $2, $5, doesn't matter at all, adds up. Just make sure uh, you're getting in there and helping your boy out. Now, let's move on to some sports talk. Uh, and this one uh, we titled for this episode, uh, Riley and Kelly Chucks the Peace Sign. Yes, they chucked the deuce uh, to their former team. So Lincoln Riley has left Oklahoma uh, to go out west to play or to coach for the USC Trojans. And Paul Kelly has left Notre Dame to take a trip down south to the SEC, specifically LSU, to become the head coach there. Now, all of this stuff, these are the two biggest moves uh, in college football. We already knew that you know LSU was going to be looking for a head coach because Coach Ogeron had already made it known that he was not going to be coming back. And th- this game this past weekend was the last game that he was going to be the LSU coach. Now, I think the biggest thing, you know, that you see here is for it to be Paul Kelly. Um, I think people were surprised uh, that it was Paul Kelly, uh, especially in the situation that he was in where you got Notre Dame, who's definitely in the top 10, could be uh, top five uh, when it's all said and done, uh, trying to make a run to get a big time bowl game, which they still will get a bowl game, but also uh, just a, a, a opportunity to possibly, possibly get into the college football uh, playoffs. But that's not, uh, that's not going to happen now that, that he has left. Shouts out to Mocha Bella out there uh, in the wait a minute show chat room. And Lincoln, uh, Oh, Riley, I'm thinking about the car park place. Uh, Lincoln Riley, uh, had been in the previous years linked to uh, rumors of other teams, NFL teams and everything. And he has shot this down, you know, over and over and over. 
No, I'm not leaving Oklahoma. I'm, I'm here. I love it here, you know, and all that stuff. And, and, and they give that talk. And, and you, yeah, you, you love it to a certain degree. Okay. And uh, USC came talking. And when I say talking, I'm talking about talking with the money, but also uh, talking with the opportunity. And he bolted to go out west to play for USC. Now, some people said that uh, because Oklahoma was going to be heading to the SEC, that Lincoln Riley didn't want any part of having to deal with the SEC. I'm not 100% on that level or on that, you know, in agreement with that message or that opinion, uh, if you will. I don't think he was scared to go to the SEC. I just do believe that the cert- the situation that was presented to him to go to USC, uh, the boosters, the alumni, and, and everything that was going to be out there, it offered a different, uh, what shall we say? It offered a different culture. Uh, it offered different opportunities uh, for, you know, his brand. And... It offer more money. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, that that also played a big part in why he left because he wanted... Show me the money! And they showed him the money to come out there. Now, you know, he started talking about USC, but, you know, it was going to be the Mecca and all this stuff. Could he bring USC back to his glory days? Yes. I mean, he was a highly, you know... Um, recruited. I don't care, you know, what you say behind scenes. I'm sure uh, there was some intense conversation. He was a highly recruited uh, coach to try and get him up out of Oklahoma. So for for him to leave there, the deal had to be pretty sweet. I'm gonna say that. But also, anything that that comes with your job when you feel that there's another opportunity uh that offers something more than what you have you're at least going to take it into consideration now for for Paul Kelly I what I really think you know with Paul Kelly was hey with Notre Dame I'm only going to be able to go so far I want to go in here and start battling for championships and and I don't think that he thought he could do that with Notre Dame. Now, some people say it was because of Notre Dame's, you know, um, stringent academic standards, you know, and, and, and all that. But Notre Dame has had success before in the past, and they've had those same, you know, academic uh, uh, requirements, you know, for, for guys to be on the team. So I really don't think it's that. I do think you can still get quality, you know, players to, to, to compete. But I do think it was, uh, they were not part, they're still not, they're not a part of a conference. Um, they're always getting to the playoffs and then getting handled by another team. So I, you know, I think that played the part. But again, just like Lincoln Riley, the money situation, I think his was, you know, 10 years, $100 million or something like that. I think they even said maybe over. I mean, that's that's uh, the deal. Gruden got to be a professional coach for the Raiders. 10 years, $100 million. So you're getting a, a professional, professional sports 
uh, salary playing uh, coaching in college. And you're in that SEC. I think he just felt he, he could take his chances there and, and see what could ha- see what could happen. Will he? Uh, will he be able to recreate what Ogeron did? I'm not willing to, you know, really bet on that. Because as you see, the SEC is really tough. Really, really tough. But I do think, you know, uh, he he would like or he's going to like being in the SEC. You get the attention. You get the, you get the spotlight. You're going to have a fan base that's going to, you know, love you. Notre Dame might not be too happy with him, you know, leaving right now where they're still in the middle of a, you know, run for the uh, college football playoffs. But it's business. It is what it is. And you know, the thing that I love most, you know, about this, yes, I'm going to go down that rabbit hole is that Lincoln Riley leaves to go to USC and now Malachi Nelson, who had originally committed to Oklahoma, decommits and then commits to USC. And that's in that kid's right in every sense. So I'm not getting on the kid. What I'm bringing up is, is that this shift because other recruits decommitted because the coach left. The reason why the kids were going to the school was because of the coach. Not because of the university. Because there's plenty of other universities out there. They're all SEC, uh, ACC, uh, Big Ten, Pac-12, Big 12. There's a bunch of other schools that's out there. But they went there because of the coach. And now that the coach is gone, these guys are decommitting. Notre Dame, they're going to pay a price. Because the, the, the voters are saying the, the coach plays a part in this decision as far as like where they're going to get ranked. So the coach leaves in both situations, just out of the blue. Now, yeah, they probably were working on this in the background, but out of the blue, just, you know, let's all just be naive right now, but out of the blue. These guys leave and then now, you know, the uh, the, the commits are decommitting. The reason that, you know, I'm like, it's interesting is that Previously, now it's different because, you know, the kids can go into a transfer portal, you know, now. But previously, if a kid tried to leave and they wanted to go to, you know, another school right away, they were looked at as just a, uh, you know, a, a bad player, a bad student. But college coaches can leave and take all their recruits with them. And everything is okay. So the same thing, kids go to a school because of the coach, especially if you're going to be on scholarship, just like people go to the games to see the players. If the players are not there, folks aren't going to the game. 
So I just thought that was really funny that coaches could do that well before all this stuff about a transfer portal and NILs and all that stuff or NLIs, however way you want to you know pronounce it. But I do think, you know, and I'm not knocking coaches for leaving. There's never going to be a situation where, you, rarely, where you're going to be able to ahead of time say, hey guys, I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm going to leave next year, but I'm going to do my darndest and I'm going to work my hardest to make sure we still get these commits and that they stay here with the university and not come with me. It's not realistic. And then I think that's all that, you know, uh, student athletes was asking for too. But give me the opportunity to go ahead and get up out of this place right now. Ain't nothing unfair. Nothing unfair. But they're going to get what they want. And, and the, the spotlight on both of them will be uh, even hotter or even, you know, more uh, magnetized or magnified, I should say. Uh, for these positions that they're taking because you got paid a lot of money. You're in pretty nice situations and, and, and you, you felt that you need to go to another situation that was better than where you were at. That's the business. Do you like it? No, but that's the business. Just like anywhere else. If you work in somewhere where you work right now and there's some other company call you in the middle of the night and saying, I can offer you this, that, and the third. And I can offer you extra money and I can offer you. Yeah, you're going to think about it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Saturday, this past Saturday when I was on the WaitAMinuteShow.com, I was talking about being so excited that Michigan finally, after 10 years or nine years or whatever, it felt like 49 years that they finally beat Ohio State. And they have catapulted themselves into the mix uh, of talking about the college football rankings. So uh, right now, how it's playing out is that the top four obviously is going to uh, play. But the rankings go as this right now. Georgia at one. Michigan at two, Alabama at three, and Cincinnati at four. Now, I do believe had not Auburn given everything they had to Alabama and almost won that thing down at the end. If it had been the other way around and Alabama handled business, I think Alabama would have been at, you know, would have been at the two spot, you know, going into this thing, uh, to the SEC championship game with an opportunity uh, to be in first place. Michigan. And I'm just talking, you know, just woulda, coulda, shoulda right now. Michigan. Easily could have been number two for a long, you know, for multiple weeks. But they lost that heartbreaking game uh, against Michigan State. They made up for it beating Ohio State. Got them out of the... um, what top five, top six into the you know the first Show two. Me the money! Hey hey hey, uh, ain't nobody, ain't nobody. We're not showing nobody the money, and nobody left and went nowhere. So, uh, Lopan, take your finger off the button. So, uh, sorry about that. 
So Michigan, you know, they get into to the second spot by taking down Ohio State. Uh, Alabama, uh, they end up in third because of how close the game was to uh, Auburn and Cincinnati, who had been ranked uh, in the top 10 and been climbing throughout the year. They round out of the top four because they finished undefeated. So these rankings are not done. We still have one more week because Georgia is going to play Alabama. Michigan is going to play, you know, Iowa. Uh, Cincinnati, I forgot who Cincinnati is going to play. Uh, but Cincinnati is going to play uh, as well. So these rankings is still change come next week. I do believe the top two teams, I want to say it now, will stay exactly what they are. So that means I got Georgia beating Alabama, finally, and I got Michigan beating Iowa. Now, Michigan is a little bit scary for me because they were so pumped up. They were so, you know, prepared. They were they wanted Ohio State and they wanted this so bad. So you always look at that whole letdown situation where you go into uh, the next game and you've just given everything that you've had and you don't have anything that next following game. And Iowa has given up some, you know, some games themselves this year. So they're definitely looking for some payback uh, to to at least say, hey, we let some games get away from us, but we still won the Big Ten championship and we playing into a big time uh, bowl, uh, bowl game. But also we ruined Michigan's opportunity. Michigan win. They stay at number two and they get into this playoffs and then it makes it real interesting uh, with the defense. Uh, that they have and the run game that they uh, they have as well. Uh, Georgia, their defense is you know crazy, and then they got they got some tight end. I think the dude's like six seven, and he running like a four one forty, like and he's a freshman. Like, where did you find this? How did this guy get produced? I got sidetracked, but because you know I just see this guy is, is moving. But Alabama, I, out of all of this, because I, I do think Cincy, I, obviously Cincy win, I think, you know, they're going to stay in the fourth spot. But Alabama, to me, Alabama is the most scariest team out of all four of these teams. Alabama is the is because it, it's just, they're just one of those teams, just like we saw with the Auburn game. You, you got them. You got them right where you want them. And then what happens? One little mistake changes everything. And then next thing you know, you're walking off the field and you lost. And I think that's going to play a part uh, in the Georgia game because I don't think, I was talking about this earlier, I don't think Georgia can afford to get behind. I don't think they can afford to get behind 10 or 14 points because they haven't been playing from behind. They haven't had really a, I'm doing air quotes, challenging game. They've had some games, you know, first quarter and all that stuff, but they really haven't had any challenging games. So it's going to be interesting to see if if something unfortunate like that does happen to them and then that they're down, how can you bounce back? How do you get back into it? So the, the top four, I have no problem uh, with. 
Notre Dame is, is sitting out of that top four, and, and I think they're going to fall again just because they don't have a coach. Uh, and we'll be playing with these, you know. I, well, if Alabama loses, this is the, this is the interesting point. If Alabama loses, then that puts them at two losses. Could they possibly just drop Alabama one spot? I think if you lose the two, you got to fall out of the top four, just like we saw with Ohio State where they uh, dropped down to uh, seventh. But you know they don't want Alabama out of there because that's too much, you know, uh, um, must-see TV when, when they're playing. Interesting. Very interesting. That's been my word uh, today. It's interesting. That's interesting. So this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, get ready. Saturday, uh, you got championship week. You got these teams that's going to be playing. We're going to get a final uh, football ranking, and we know who we're going to know who's in the playoffs, who's not, uh, and then we'll be arguing about that as well. So you got to love it. You got to love it. Got to love it. So we're going to take a break. When we come back from the break, uh, we get into this Thursday night football, Cowboys versus the Saints. Uh, I give you my viewpoints, you know, on that. And maybe, just maybe, I might let Lopan give his pick as well. But we'll be back after these words. We don't take orders from super fools. We give them. give it to you. Any and all resistance will crumble. Nonsense. There's never been a threat. Couldn't handle. It is the purpose of the to align our infamous forces against the powers of good and defeat them, leaving us the rulers of the world. A section all sports fans. If you're someone who wakes up each morning with a list of sporting events to go along with your to-do list for the day, then you just might be a diehard. The world of sports is as vast as the ocean is deep, including the major leagues, the minor leagues, the college, and everything in between. This is me, a brother, of IE Sports Radio, welcoming you to join me every Monday evening at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on The Defining Moment, a show that focuses on what really matters in the sports world, sports themselves, and nothing outside of them. Once again, tune in for The Defining Moment with me, a brother, of every Monday evening at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on IE Sports Radio, right here on Spreaker.com. We'll see you there. you want your next Atlanta event to be memorable? If so, have Drink and Color at your next function. Drink and Color is sophisticated bartending that creates signature cocktails for your special occasion. While your family, friends, and business associates next time with Drink and Color. You can contact the owner, Keith e. Lewis, at 678-813-7102. That's 678-813-7102. You can also email her at color at gmail.com and follow on Instagram at drink in color and tell you referred by the wait a minute show drink in color cocktail catering let the cocktail sparkle at your next event ladies and gentlemen uh we are back and you are listening to it's the wait a minute show 
here on X Squad Radio Network. So, uh, before we go any further, man, do not forget the Wait a Minute Show Toy Drive going on. Uh, if you're just joining in while this is being broadcasted live, go to the Wait a Minute Show.com, click on Toy Drive, and you got three options PayPal, Cash App, and GoFundMe. And help your boy out, help some kids out this holiday season. We're sponsoring kids, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe I'm hoping I'm saying that right. We're sponsoring kids. We're, but basically, we're, we're you, you, and you. What is it that you want? A TV? Gotcha. What is it that you want? Makeup? Gotcha. That's what we're doing. We're figuring out what the kids want, and we're going out there uh, and, and getting it. So do not forget to wait a minute show.com. Click on Toy Drive, and you choose the option that you would like to donate to or do uh, donate through sorry not donate to other thing i want to talk about before i get into this whole thursday night football because the cowboys are playing the saints i want to talk about the wait a minute show fantasy football league ladies and gentlemen it is uh pretty interesting right now uh in the league uh, so I'll give you a quick update because we haven't really talked about it too much. But your boy, the commissioner, a.k.a. the host, Jelani J.B. Bodie, uh, is sitting pretty good right now uh, to the tune of 11 and 1. I'm still scared to death. Let's just say that. But the good thing is that I've locked myself up a first round bye. So at least, at least... If I blow this whole thing, it'll be in the second round and not the first round. And I say this because I was in this position last year in another league where I just went and dusted everybody throughout the regular season. I get to the championship game and then all of a sudden the Minnesota Vikings decides to give up five touchdowns to Alvin Kamara. And the rest was history. All those wins for nothing. So that's why I'm not excited, ladies and gentlemen. I am glad that I'm in in the playoffs. I am glad I have a first round bye. I am glad I took care of business early. But that doesn't mean anything once when the playoffs starts. So let me stop talking about myself. Also, uh, in the top six right now, uh, if the playoffs started today, uh, would be Reggie Dollar and since uh, E-double with his team, Chia, uh, the Swagarians, the greatest, who is the defending fantasy football champ. He's sitting at the five spot and Westside Riders uh, at six. Now, that that sixth spot uh, and even the fifth spot, because three, four, five is seven and five right now. And the sixth spot is six and six. So right here on the outside uh, looking in, who can join, join in and jump on this if this past week uh, goes their way? Because we got two games left in the regular season. So anything could happen. But Be More Bullies by Deacon Dale. He's sitting at six and six. So he's right there on the outside uh, trying to get in. King Henry and Friends is sitting at five and seven. And yours truly, who is here on the Wait a Minute Show, Mocha Bella, she's sitting at five and seven as well. So these two games are very important for both uh, parties that's sitting at seven, eight, and nine, and who's sitting at three through six because a lot of stuff could change. A lot of stuff could move uh, with just one loss. So that's why I'm glad I am least in the situation that I'm in. So I'm not sweating it out every single day for the next two weeks. But once when the playoffs start, I'm going to be sweating it out uh, then. But 
this league continues to be, you know, a a challenge. Uh, This league continues to be uh, entertaining. uh, And it always seems to go down to the last two weeks uh, every year uh, in the Wait a Minute Show Fantasy Football League. So if you want to get in on this next year, man, just make sure you hit me up and let me know. You can hit me up at the Wait a Minute Show at gmail.com and and just say, hey, I want to be in next year. And, And we'll see if we'll create a second league. So then we'll have two leagues running because uh, this is a 12-team league, so we could get another 10- to 12-team league uh, going again. And now we got two leagues going on. But very, very interesting. And someone's going to have a championship ring at the end uh, of this season, too. This is why these people play this game, because they love to wear the bling-bling. So let me move on. Thursday night football. Cowboys versus Saints. Saints versus Cowboys. Uh, the matchup was not exactly... Uh, how we thought it was going to be because Jameis is out for the year uh, and Alvin Kamara may not play this game. Now, Amari Cooper, they're expecting him to be back. But, uh, you know, we're missing some people, you know, off this end. Also, the, the Saints are not the best team, you know, right now. So it takes a little bit of that that uh, shine off the top, if you will. But regardless, uh, you got storylines on both sides. Looks like Taysom Hill is going to be starting for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, even though he was dealing with an injury with his plantar fasciitis, uh, or he said he's going to go. So I, how much is, you know, that is going to hinder him? Because it's not completely gone. And we already know that, you know, he uses his feet uh, a lot for what they do. Uh, in New Orleans. And you're trying to ask him to account for a lot of the offense. If Alvin Kamara, which still seems to be that he's not going to be, you know, playing this week, Alvin Kamara, uh, you know, accounted for a lot of the offense. So you're going to put that on Taysom Hill. Now I know you do have my man, Mark Ingram from FLINT, you know, uh, there as well, but I, that, that's not going to be enough. You know, Michael Thomas has not played all season. Obviously he's not going to play, uh, and this defense, uh, as far as like the secondary, they, they've been shown now strong run defense, but the secondary has shown that they can be, you know, uh, beat in the air. And what do the Cowboys do a lot of? They will pass the ball that Prescott now gets back. Michael Gallup, Mari Cooper and CD lamb. Uh, although I don't know if Amari Cooper is actually going to be 100% because he still is coming off the, uh, the COVID list where he is wanting to, well, he is, um, he is, I, I don't think he is a hundred percent. He is still, you know, recovering. So I do think he will go. I do think he will play, but I don't think that the Dallas Cowboys will lean on him heavily, especially when you got CD lamb that, it's coming off a you know a concussion protocol, but all signs point that he's going to be good. Then I think he becomes the main focal point. Michael Gallup becomes the, the second receiver, and then Amari, you know, you bring it along, and, and you don't put that pressure uh, on him. Uh, in a backfield situation, I really thought Ezekiel Elliott was going to be out this week, and they were going to give Tony Pollard uh, some run, which I, I th- thought that would be. Excellent for the Cowboys. Uh, I know some people fantasy league ain't gonna like it if that had, if that had played out. Tony Pollard has shown. 
Well, he, he's not Ezekiel Elliott, but he has shown that he can hold his own uh, if you decide to give him the rock. And then you're not putting it all on him. You're not giving you know him the ball 25, 26, 27 times uh, and just saying we're going to try and run it down their throat. You got a guy sitting back there, number four, uh, Dak Prescott, that this just in, kind of good, kind of good. But I'm surprised that they, you know, that they're playing. And then the other thing that they're dealing with, which we're going to talk about a little bit later, but uh, Mike McCarthy is not going to be there. So their coach is not there due to COVID, uh, him testing positive. So Dan Quinn is going to be stepping in. He has some experience at, uh, at head coaching. So that's not going to be an issue for them. But at the end of the day, uh, I just think the Dallas Cowboys defense uh, will, will get after uh, Taysom Hill make him uncomfortable and, and and try and put a lot of pressure on the receivers to try and force Taysom to to be the one that make the plays. And I just don't think New Orleans is going to have enough uh, in the tank to go ahead and pull this game out. So I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys for the Thursday night uh, football game. It's going to start off slow, ladies and gentlemen. Don't expect it to you know just take off and 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 everything is just going. You know, back and forth, just, oh, my gosh, you know, he scored, they scored. Nah, I don't see it happening that way, okay? But I do see the Cowboys, you know, pulling out the win uh, on Thursday Night Football. So, got another person in the Wait a Minute Show chat room, and that is none other than Rough Buff, a.k.a. Fuquan Shabazz, a.k.a. Bills Mafia, a.k.a. Did Not Win the TV, a.k.a. The Tiger Woods. Of Hiram. Just go with me on it, ladies and gentlemen. Go with me on it. But uh Thursday night football, check it out, man. You know, another reason is because after the game is over and you wake up in the morning, it's Friday and it's the weekend time. Uh so you can't get no get get no much better uh than that. Uh, we move our attention over to the NBA, touch a little bit on basketball and, and the Phoenix Suns, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, they have been a force, okay? And they just beat the Golden State Warriors, which was one of the top teams that I had that I I was telling everybody that you're going to have to watch out for. But the Phoenix Suns has been on a tear. I don't think they lost a game in November, if I remember right, but they won 17 uh, in a row. Right now they're sitting at 18-3 and uh, in the Western Conference. And the Golden State Warriors are 18-3. and So that just shows you, uh, how talented, you know, the Warriors are as well. Now, the Phoenix Suns, can they keep up? Can they keep this pace uh, up and, and, and keep winning games day in and day out? I'm going to say no, but also what I'm going to say is that they don't need this. They don't need to be uh, a, another, you know, hey, we only lost 10, you know, nine, you know, we, we're going to go for the record you know, and all that stuff. And I don't, I don't even think they're trending to, to beat the record right now. But this is getting back to the finals, okay? No one is going to care what you did during the regular season. You do want to win games because everybody, that's why you play. Everybody want to win a game that they're, you know, that they're playing. So I, I'm not knocking that. But this is about getting back to the finals and finishing the business of what you started. Finishing the last two games of what you started. 
So I never felt that the Phoenix Suns needed to be in first place, you know, for this to happen. You know why? They weren't in first place last year to get to the NBA Finals. If I remember correctly, it was the Jazz that was the uh, first overall team in the Western Conference. And they didn't make it. So it's great. It keeps them focused. It keeps the attention, you know, to everybody because they were going to get everybody's best anyway just because they went to the Finals. But they don't need this. That for me, as long as by uh, playoff time, if they're in the top four, but they're ready to go and, and and they know what it takes to win, then they'll be all right. So this this eighteen and three record, which is seventeen in a row, this is uh, this is fun. This is this is fun stuff. Something to, you know, kind of keep the team uh, a little bit distracted until you get to, to the real game time when it's really time to play. Okay. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not sweating it. It's great, but I'm not sweating it. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, RG3. COVID. COVID. RG3. None has anything to do with the other. It's just what I'm going to talk about uh, when I get back from the break. And, and maybe, just maybe. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm feeling too happy. No, no. Again, no big L award. Okay, no big L award. But we will be talking about COVID at RG3. I'll be right back. We all hate when we have unexpected car problems. Well, I am here to tell you about a viable solution, Bay 11 Auto, and my man, Melvin. You have emission problems? Brakes need changing? Transmission slipping? Is your car just driving sluggish? No problem is too big. I live on the other side of town, and I drive over an hour to a guy that I trust. Melvin is honest, dependable, and definitely not in the business to break your pockets. Come see the official mechanic, Melvin. At Bay 11 Auto, you will be glad you did. You can reach him at 1455 General Arts Road, Conyers, Georgia, or 404-295-5715. That's 404-295-5715. Hey, what's up, everybody? I am Vince Wright, the sports governor, and you know me from the Sports Done Right show. But when I'm not doing Sports Done Right, I'm in the executive mansion chilling. With the Wait a Minute Show. That's right, Jelani, Lopan, indeed. Keep it tuned here, y'all. The Wait a Minute Show. My name is Vince Wright, and I approve this message. Do you like making an impression? Who doesn't? Well, when you want to dress to impress for less, check out Rail Scott at Prime Ties to Go on Facebook and Instagram. Quality accessories for men and women at low, count it, low prices. Everything from ties, bow ties, watches, bracelet, earrings, to pocketbooks. Don't miss out. Check out Rail Scott, the owner, at Prime Ties to Go. That's Prime Ties, the number two, go on Facebook and Instagram. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier on Hill Stabs. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure you 
sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. This is Mocha Bella, and you're tuning to the X-Squad Radio Network, where we're changing listening habits 24-7. He's the brain of operations. I'm telling you right now, book it! And him, he's along for the ride. But together, they bring you sports like you've never heard before. The Wait a Minute Show, a new way of discussing today's trending sports topics. And now, back to the show with your host, Jolani J.B. Bodie. Yeah, so we are back, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, the Wait a Minute Show Toy Drive. TheWaitAMinuteShow.com, hit Toy Drive, that simple. Make sure uh, you you click on the Toy Drive button. It's in the upper right-hand corner. When you go to the website, you can't miss it. It gives you an option of PayPal, GoFundMe, Cash App, and we'll help some kids, you know. And, and and put a smile uh, on their face. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's exciting. Uh, month of December is here. Uh, so before I go any further, uh, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow, tomorrow, do not miss uh, my man Kesey kicking it with Kesey will be on tomorrow. And he's going to have special guests. And I mean special guests. Bad Moon Rising. None other than Andre Rising, former wide receiver uh, for the Atlanta Falcons and some other teams, but won a Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, he's going to be interviewing uh, him, so that's going to be real interesting. And I'm excited, too, because a lot of people may not know that Andre Rising is from Flint Town as well, F-L-I-N-T. So he's from my hometown. So that should be a really good, interesting interview. So make sure you catch that uh, tomorrow, the Kicking It With Kesey show uh, with Andre Rising. That's going to be fun, 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 fun. Uh, So let's move on and COVID, COVID. So I was mentioning COVID, COVID. The reason I was bringing up COVID because it seems like this thing is just spiking again. It seems like it's taking off uh, because... Cowboys have been affected where Amari Cooper, uh, McCarthy, other uh, players have been uh, definitely affected by COVID. Uh, LeBron has been affected by COVID. Uh, Joel Embiid has been affected by COVID. Tons of other, you know, NFL football players, uh, Aaron Rodgers. So uh, this thing, it, it seems like it is spiked. I believe it, 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 had, it has taken a little bit of an increase because it's gotten colder, ladies and gentlemen. And, and if you remember last year, it seems like it was that way before where when it got colder and I'm no doctor or anything like that, but they were just talking about, you know, the colder weather. Uh, it, it, it wouldn't, it doesn't have the, the, you know, the effect on COVID like it does in the summer. I guess it hangs around more, if, if you will. It makes it more likely for, you know, for you to get it. But also, uh, 
we just came off of Thanksgiving. So, you know, you got a lot of more, you got a lot more people, you know, meeting, you know, with each other. Uh, you got a lot of more travel, you know, with the plane, you know, at the airport, uh, trains, buses and all that. So, uh, you have more interaction if you will. And then Christmas is coming up. So a lot of people are going to be interacting, you know, as well. So yes, it does seem like this thing is, you know, uh, maybe, taking off a little bit more in the sports world because it seems like more and more, you know, players. Now I could just be missing this and it was happening before. It's just maybe not these names that's being, you know, uh, listed off uh, like it was before because we did have people uh, getting on the COVID list. But like I said, I do think, you know, because of the weather, because of more interaction, you know, and because, um, the, the the temperature you know of the weather I, I do think that has had an impact now i'm just talking about in the sports world i'm not talking about you know uh outside of the sports world as well um but i i say all that to to just say last year it was this way this year it's going to be this way I just need all my folks out there, man, to just try and be as careful as possible. I'm out here trying to be careful as possible. I try and keep my black butt, uh, my black butt at home. Yes, I try and keep my butt uh, at home as much as possible uh, to try and minimize, the, you know, these these uh, um, chances, uh, if you will. So just I say all that to just like be careful out there. OK, be careful. I I, I, I understand. But be careful. Uh, Shouts out to my man, Vince Wright, the governor of Minnesota. And he said, congrats on the Wolverines, bro. Yes. Yes. I needed that. I needed that. That helped my weekend out uh, big time. Uh, And for your uh, Gophers, they uh, beat Wisconsin, if I remember correctly. So congrats to you out there as well, Vince Wright. Uh, So last thing I want to talk about is RG3. So Robert Griffin III uh, has, has... set social media you know got a little buzz going on social media and he is coming out with a book in the summer and and this uh book is called surviving washington and if you haven't seen this he's on twitter uh you can check the the video out but basically he goes into that he's gonna go in deep and give a tell all deep dive of his experience while playing with for the Washington football team. He's going to talk about the coach. He's going to talk about the medical staff. He's going to talk about the infamous playoff game that everybody talked about, uh, you know, where his knee, it was just like, what is going on? Should he have been playing or not in that game uh, against Seattle? So this is sparking, <laughs> But, you know, pre-books or pre-order sales. I mean, I talked about Scottie Pippen and all the stuff that he was talking about. And people are like, oh, my God, Scottie is so angry. Scottie is selling some books, ladies and gentlemen. That is what he is trying to do. And this is going to be the same thing. I mean, no one puts out what they think is a boring book. They have to give you something that they figure you are going to want even more of because if you do not buy the book then no one will show me the money exactly but i do think there will be you know uh pieces in there to answer some questions about what happened in washington uh and 
he may be a little bit late to the party because this investigation uh, that previously had went down, uh, the whole thing about getting the name changed for Washington and, and how, you know, uh, other people, employees talked about the work uh, atmosphere and everything. So I, those points right there, those, you know, some of those, those um, situations uh, has already been, you know, brought up. Now, if he's, you know, adding just some real extra detail to those situations where you're saying, all right, I saw this or this happened and this employee, you know, yeah, I, I think you, you know, you, your buzz grows even a, a, a lot bigger, but I think what most people are going to be looking for is this mismanagement. He was talking about, uh, of his injury, uh, the relationship with the coach, uh, and you know, what was said or what was did, or what was did or what, what, what get it out. What was did, um, dealing with this knee injury, uh, that he had, who said what did somebody, you know, did he try and sit down and it was like, nah, you going to go back out there. What was the relationship like with Kirk Cousins? What was coming from that? Were they trying to separate them two or divide them two, you know, from each other? What was the locker room like? Yeah, that's stuff that I would be interested in uh, if RG3 is talking about that. Uh, yeah, but I think some of that other stuff, maybe he started this before, you know, and while they were going on this whole thing about Washington, but I think he'll be a little bit late to the party on that. But there are, you know, uh, points of this story that I do want uh, to know a little bit more uh, about. And I'm interested on it. But uh, like the governor said, uh, RG3 trying to sell some books now. Yeah, get your pre-order. You start talking about it same way. Scotty did the same thing. He was talking about it six months out. And then Scotty went away. Then all of a sudden, Scotty come up with the, you know, uh, last dance stuff. Then Scotty say something else. This is about selling books, ladies and gentlemen. Sell the books so you can go ahead and look for the specific story that you're looking to get more uh, detail about. And then RG3 get paid. You get that money. Yeah, he gets that money. Ah. <sighs> I'm going to be nice again. No big L award, ladies and gentlemen. Lopin, kick the music. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of the Wait a Minute Show in the books. I hope you are well. Let me say that again. I hope you are well. There's a difference in being okay, good, what other other synonym words you can use? But I hope you are well. That's a little bit different. That kicks a little bit different. Because what that means, ladies and gentlemen, when it says, when I say well, I hope you are well, that means physically, spiritually, mentally. I mean, all around, you're in a good place. You're in a good spot. You're stable. You're comfortable. You understand. So that's why I hope everyone is well. 
I don't want you to be good. I don't want you to be I. I want you to be well, ladies and gentlemen. So I hope everyone uh, is well. Last thing, the Wait a Minute Show Toy Drive once again. I need your help, ladies and gentlemen. I need your help. If you follow me on social media, if you follow me on Facebook, man, go to my Facebook page. I will give you added detail behind the scenes thought process of why I do the things that I do when it comes to the the Wait a Minute Show Toy Drive. I posted the video last night. I had to get something uh, that was sitting on my heart. I had to get it off my chest and let people know, man. This ain't this is, this just ain't something I just willy nilly do, man. This is something that comes from the heart. This is something that I believe in. This is something that's near and dear to me. This is something uh, that I'm serious about. This is something where I try to make an impact and I stay in my lane doing that. So check it out, man. Check it out. It's nine minutes and seven seconds of me giving, you know, peeling back the layers uh, of why I do this. So, uh, shouts out to my man, Rough Buff. Shouts out to Mocha Bella. Shouts out to the governor of Minnesota Vince Wright. Shouts out to Kesey. Remember, tomorrow, the Kicking It With Kesey show, he gonna have Andre Risen's Flint Town's Finest, F-L-I-N-T, on this show. You don't want to miss that. So I'm going to get out of here, man. Saturday, we got another episode, thewaitaminuteshow.com. Make sure you check it out because it's going to be broadcasted on YouTube. We're going to have fun uh, there as well. Y'all have a good rest of your week, man. Enjoy this college football uh, championship weekend. Enjoy NFL football. Enjoy NBA and whatever sports that uh, you like going on. So for your man, Jelani J.B. Bodie, host of this thing called The Wait a Minute Show, Two things as always. Stay positive and push forward. And I'll holler at y'all later. Lopez, let's go. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.